Hello and welcome to What's New Today. This is a kids and family podcast about current events shaping our world. This is Sangeeta, your host from India. And in every episode, I'm joined by a curious child from anywhere in the world to discuss one interesting news story. In today's episode about sports, I'm joined by a 13-year-old to talk about two great tennis stars who recently retired from the sport, Serena Williams and Roger Federer. Let's hear more from our young co-host for this episode. Hi, my name is Amok Kodur and I live in Hazlitt, Michigan in the United States. Welcome to the show, Amok. Do you also play tennis apart from following the game? Yeah, I've played tennis for seven, seven or eight years. Lovely. So you've been pretty serious about the game. Yes. So how do you like the experience of participating in uh, tournaments? It was really fun. I liked the feeling of just the rush of like feeling competitive. So Amog, is there any other sport that you play or follow as well? I also play golf. When the weather permits, I can usually play golf about once a week. I usually play nine holes, which is about one, one, two, two and a half hours. Okay, tennis is a game I kind of understand because you can see two people running all over the court, trying to hit. But golf is a game I find a little difficult to understand. Fast games like football or even Quidditch in the Harry Potter world, those I can make sense of. So Amok, before we jump into today's topic, can we play a really quick rapid fire game of some simple questions that I'll ask you? Okay, the first question is, which do you think is bigger, a soccer field or a tennis court? Likely a soccer field. That's right. Do you want to take a wild guess how many tennis courts can fit into one soccer field? Three. Sixteen. You can fit sixteen tennis courts into one soccer field. Okay, now here's your second question. While playing a game of tennis in Wimbledon, what color dress do the tennis players usually wear? Uh, so I believe it's white. That's right. It's got to be pure white. So no, no beige, no beige dresses are allowed. And the first thing that comes to my mind is how on earth do they wash those clothes and keep them spotlessly clean? Anyway, moving on to our third question. What's the average duration of a tennis match that is played for five sets? Five hours, I believe. No, it's a little lesser than that. Uh, takes under f- three hours. But do you want to take a wild guess? What was the length of the longest ever tennis match recorded? Six hours. 11 plus hours. Can you imagine someone playing tennis for 11 plus hours? No, I cannot imagine. But who is it against? So as we record, I just googled this. I believe this was uh, a match between John Isner and Nicholas Mahout. This was the 2010 Wimbledon match, which started on the 22nd June and went on till the 24th June. So it was played over three days uh, for a total duration of 11 hours and five minutes. What kind of endurance these men must have displayed? Wow. Yes, but it was over three days. So that amounts to 
about three, three and a half, about three and a half hours for for each for each playing day. So you think it's doable? Yeah, it's doable, but not for me, no. Ah, <laughs> you never know. So Serena Williams, one of the greatest tennis players that the world has seen, recently announced her retirement, although I think the word she used was evolve, uh, to move on to other things away from tennis. So what do we know about Serena Williams, um, Amog? Well, I know she was one of the most well-known tennis players of all time, or rather still is, and she has one of the biggest records of winning Grand Slam titles tennis has seen. She's won 23. Wow, 23 is a really big number. Her coach was her father. Richard Williams, right? I think there's a movie called The King Richard about how he coached his kids. Yeah. Uh, it was mentioned that her father could not believe her athletic build and her potential to become a sports star. Yes, that's what even I've read, that she was incredibly athletic, uh, even at, say, three, four years of age. And I've even read that her favorite sport to watch, other than tennis, is gymnastics. So, Roger Federer, who's the other tennis superstar who recently announced his retirement, what do we know about when Roger Federer began his career as a tennis professional? Uh, Federer went pro at 17 in 1998, but Serena went pro at about three years younger at age 14. He's from Switzerland. Hey, did you know that Roger Federer was the first ever male tennis star to win a Grand Slam title from Switzerland? No, I did not know that. Although he was not the first ever uh, tennis player from Switzerland, Martina Hingis, who is a female tennis player, had already won a Grand Slam before he had. You know, very similarly, even Serena Williams was only the second ever African-American woman to win a Grand Slam title. So both of them must have been a great inspiration to, you know, people who belong to very similar backgrounds. So, Amog, my question to you is, as an Indian-American, if you had to accomplish something great and inspire others, what would you like to do? Maybe cure cancer, become the first well-known fighter jet pilot. You'll try both? I would like either or. And here I was picturing you with a cape like a superhero, you know, curing cancer by the day, and holding the steering control of a fighter jet and flying a plane at night. Not going for that, is it? I prefer, I want to become a pilot when I grow up, so I'll probably Ooh. take the yoke. Wow, that's interesting. So, do you watch a lot of movies about fighter jet pilots? I recently saw Top Gun. I liked the movie. So, to qualify as a fighter jet pilot, do you have to do very well in your academics? Uh, not only that, you have to have like 20-20 vision, you have to, to have, pass a rigorous physical test, one and a half mile run known as the airman's run. 
less than about 20 minutes i believe can you now manage running 1.5 miles in under 20 minutes uh yes i believe i can try and run yeah. hey out of academic curiosity what's the difference in the speed at which a fighter jet pilot uh, flies his aircraft versus a regular commercial jet the fastest manned plane well also holds the altitude record the sr71 blackbird it can fly at an altitude of 85000 feet at mach 3 uh three times the speed of sound and commercial jets they they fly subsonic mostly about 80 mostly about like 77 85% of the speed of sound oh so the average fighter jet would fly at least two and a half times as fast as the plane in which you and i fly i'm guessing right so is tennis something that you're continuing to pursue because it'll help you clear some of the physical fitness tests Yeah, it will help it increases your stamina, your endurance, your agility and your hand-eye coordination. So when I was talking to another child about Federer and Serena Williams, this child had a very interesting question. The question was, if I trained really hard, could I at least win one point against Federer? So I did ask an amateur tennis player about this and uh, his answer was that professionals like federer or nadal or yokovic you know the speed at which they hit the ball is about twice the speed at which even a very very well trained amateur hits so when an amateur hits a ball a player like federer or serena williams can saunter out of the court drink some tea have some biscuits come back and then return our hit it will be that slow for them So the only reason why we might win a point against them if they munch their biscuits really really slowly. So Amog if you had to play a a big tennis tournament against one of your best friends how would you play if it were the final of the match would you be a little careful so you don't hurt them or you just don't care? I wouldn't really care because but I take care not to hurt them because it doesn't matter if they're your friend you play to win you just have to And if they beat you that's fine just learn from them. So the reason why I asked you this question was because in 2002 and 2003 Serena Williams won 3 Grand Slam titles and in all 3 finals she played against her sister Venus Williams and both of them were equally competitive on court and would have been very supportive you know at home. So Serena Williams who was undeniably one of the greatest tennis players of our times also used to be equally comfortable playing on a hard court, clay court or a grass court. Can you explain the difference between these three? Hard court is usually made of concrete and it's the baselines are painted on. Clay courts are toughest because the surface can actually move and rub off on your shoes. it can make, cause the ball to have more drag hard courts are fast and bouncing but grass courts are really fast but they don't bounce much so serena williams has dominated her sport so successfully in her 23 years of playing tennis uh, that she's won titles 
in every single surface whether it is hard or grass or clay pretty much with equal talent and skill does that surprise you yeah i'm surprised because most most tennis pros usually specialize in clay courts or grass courts or hard courts on that very interesting note about how serena williams and roger federer have respectively dominated the sport of tennis over their 20 year plus career we move to the interesting part of today's episode quiz time let's see how well you listened first question at what age did serena williams go professional age 14 second question tell me if this is true or false federer was the first ever swiss national to win a grand slam false that's right martina hingis had already won a grand slam before him she too was from switzerland and the last question Tell me if this is true or false. A fighter jet flies ten times as fast as a commercial jet. No, it's false. A fighter jet flies about two and a half times as fast as your average commercial jet. It was a pleasure chatting with you, Amog. Thank you so much. Is there any one episode on this podcast channel that you've really enjoyed listening to and would like to recommend to our listeners? I recommend the episode about the microplastics. Were you surprised by what you heard on that episode? Yeah, I was surprised that there are micro microplastics in our food. For those of our listeners who are curious to know a little bit more about microplastics and I guarantee that it's a hilarious and an entertaining episode too. It's episode 13 on this podcast channel and you can find link to this episode in our show notes right below. That brings us to the end of this episode. If you enjoyed listening to the banter between Amog and I, You're likely to find this podcast channel one of the most entertaining and interesting ways of getting your regular news update. So do click on the follow and subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes drop on this channel every Monday and Friday and thanks for listening.